Greetings, family. I greet you in the wonderful, mighty, and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray God's blessings are upon you, that God's peace is upon you. Listen, we want to make sure we pray for our nation, pray for everything that's going on. There's so much, so much happening. Well, 2020 has been a year like we have never, we could have never imagined. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, just so much happening, and, uh, and we want to make sure we pray for our nation, pray for ourselves, for, for each other as well. And um, listen, I hope that you're protecting yourself, of course. Um, you know, this COVID can get into the White House. If it can get into the White House, where there's all those protocols, all that, you know, all the precautions. And well, we know the president has not really been taking much precaution, but um, you know, if, if this thing, it, there's, it's, it's indiscriminate. And so we wanna make sure that you're protecting yourself, that you're putting, that you're operating and, and exercising all the necessary protocols to keep yourself and others safe as well. You're wearing your mask. You are social distancing. You're doing what you need to do to make sure that, again, that you keep yourself safe and protected and keep yourself healthy, but also others as well. Listen, let me ask you a question. How are you living? I'm living the life I was born to live. What kind of life is that? It is the kingdom life. And remember now, we're talking about the keys of the kingdom. And I've been sharing with you that the only way to live the kingdom life, the only way to live the kingdom life is to have and to use the kingdom keys. You have to know what the keys are you have to have the keys and you have to use the keys in order for you to live the life you were born to live the kingdom life and so we've been talking about that and thus far we've talked about seven i've given you seven of the keys if you haven't heard these messages go back and get these you need all seven of these keys and remember there's 12 of them in all today and this this will be number eight but i've shared with you seven of the keys there's obedience faith sacrifice we talked about the key of righteousness. We did that in our, 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 on our Saturday morning um, uh, Bible study. The key of love, holiness, and then on this past Wednesday, I shared with you the key of knowledge, that knowledge is a key. 
Today, we're dealing with the key of wisdom, the key of wisdom, wisdom. Watch this. Wisdom opens the door for uh, opens the door to the secrets and the mysteries of life and the things of the spirit. Let me say that again. Make sure you get a pen and paper now because there's some stuff. You, there's some things you're going to have to write some scriptures and some things you are gonna have to write here. Wisdom opens the door to the secrets and mysteries of life and the things of the spirit. Let's look at our anchor scripture. Let's go back there first. And let's look at that anchor scripture coming from Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Again, Jesus asking the disciples, who do men say that I am? Some say you're Elijah. Some say you're John the Baptist risen from the dead. Some say you're, you are the prophet. Um, but who do, you, who do you say that I am? Jesus, uh, Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and, and Jesus says, well, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I give and, and, and upon this rock, I build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I give to you is verse 19. And I will give you the, uh, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, remember, I told you keys unlock doors and start and stop systems. Keys are used to lock and unlock doors and start and stop systems. Jesus is saying is. I'm giving you these keys and with these keys, you can unlock the doors to your blessings. You can lock the doors also, but you also lock the doors to some things, but you also can watch this start and stop systems that will work on your behalf. You can start systems uh, from the start, the systems of heaven working on your behalf, but you also can stop the system of satanic uh, attack coming against you. You need to get these keys because these keys will allow you to unlock and lock doors and start and stop systems. They are the keys for you to live the kingdom life. And again, the key of wisdom is there for us to to uh, unlock the door to the secrets and the mysteries of life and the things of the spirit. Now, watch this. Remember, I shared with you on Wednesday now that there are three keys that really go hand in hand. You know, there are some there's some locks. Uh, that really it takes more than one key to 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 open that door. I know I, I have a, a safe deposit box and with a, a safe deposit box, it, you know, I have a key. But then the the bank teller has a key and we both have to put those keys in. It will watch this. My key will unlock that lock, but it takes another key to un, to, to to unlock that lock in order for me to get the door open. These three keys go hand in hand and you need to get these three keys. That's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I share, with, share this with you on Wednesday, but I cannot say it enough and I'm gonna say it again. I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna be redundant. I'm gonna say it again on next Wednesday as we talk about the key of understanding on next Wednesday. Um, you, you gotta get this. I, 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 I'm sorry, I just have to be redundant because you have to get this. You need to have these three keys. Knowledge, knowledge is information. That is the what of a thing. Understanding is comprehension. That is the why of a thing. Wisdom is application. That is the when, where, and how of a thing. The scripture says uh, that we need to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Let me say it again. Knowledge is information. That's the what. Understanding is comprehension. I'll talk about that on Wednesday. That is the why. And wisdom is application. That is the when, where, and how. I, say, I said on Wednesday, listen, you can know what to do. You can have knowledge to know what to do. But if you don't have wisdom to know when to do it, 
how, how to do it or where to do it, then two, one of two things is going to happen. You're either not going to do it at all or you're going to do it the wrong way. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. You need to know why you're doing a thing. Okay, all right, you know what to say, but do you know why you're saying it? Do you know why it needs to be said? And do you know how to say it in such a way that it gets you the desired effect without creating some problems? And so wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And again, on Wednesday, I talked about knowledge. Today, I'm talking about wisdom. These three go together. Again, Proverbs chapter 23, 24, Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. Write this down, Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. The scripture says, through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Let me read it again, Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And then this, uh, what I told you, I pray every single day. No exaggeration. Every day I pray for uh, Isaiah 11 and 2. Isaiah 11 and 2. And you need to pray this prayer. You need to pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But Isaiah 11 and 2, I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. I did it on Wednesday. I told you I'm going to be redundant because this is so. These three keys are so important for knowing how to live and know, for living the life that you're born to live. Isaiah 11, verses 1 and 2, the scripture says, prophetic words spoken by Isaiah about the coming of the Messiah, the coming of Jesus. Isaiah says, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Listen to this. He says, he says, this, this, the spirit shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Every single day, I pray it every day, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. Give me the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So, so wisdom is one of the things we need to pray for. Praying, uh, uh, we need to pray. Watch this, watch this. The key of wisdom opens the door to the secrets, as I said, in the mysteries of life and the things of the spirit. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Listen to what Moses says. Moses says this. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever that we may do all the works of the law. Moses says the secret things belong to the Lord, but God reveals these secret things to us, his children, that we may know, watch this, that we, that we, may, uh, that we may do all the works or all the commands of God. We need to pray for wisdom. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs 2, verse 6. Watch this. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth, come knowledge and understanding. You need to pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Pray for these three keys. Uh, these three, each one of them open up a different lock, but the three of them together can open up doors and start systems working on your behalf that, you, that will take you beyond your wildest imagination. Remember, we serve a God who can do exceedingly abundantly above all that, that you can ask or think, but watch this, 
It's according to the power that's working in you. You need the power of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding working in you. And so watch this. We're told by James to pray for wisdom. Look at James chapter 1, verse 5. James 1 and 5. We're told to pray for wisdom. The scripture says, if anyone lacks wisdom, and all of us do, we still, I don't care how, how wise you are, even the wisest man knows he needs to pray for more wisdom. <laughs> yeah, even the wisest know, uh, you know that there's, there's still more to learn, more to know, more, more to know how to do, when to do, how to do, you know, that kind of. So James says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it. Uh, to, who gives to all liberally. God wants to give it without reproach. He doesn't even blame you for asking him for wisdom. And it will be given to him. And then James goes on to say, but you need to pray without doubting. You need to pray believing that God's going to give it to you. So when I'm praying, when I'm praying for wisdom, I pray for wisdom, but then I thank God for giving me the wisdom that I have. I'm, I, I, I'm praying, believing. Remember I told you, uh, uh, you know, I told you that what faith is, faith is belief, but it's belief, uh, um, put into action, but it also carries with it the, the connotation of expectation. When you pray and ask God for wisdom, you ought to expect God to give it to you without doubting. God wants you to get it. He, he, he wants to give it to you liberally, and he don't even, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't even, he, he doesn't one time say to you, why do you keep asking me for wisdom? Because God knows that wisdom is a key that we need to unlock hidden mysteries of this life and the things of the spirit. Listen, the wisdom that opens the door to the secrets of this life is not natural wisdom now. James talks about this in, verse, in chapter 3 also. We're not talking about worldly wisdom. We're talking about a wisdom that can only come from above, that opens the doors to the kingdom. The wisdom of this world does not open the door to the kingdom uh, and does not allow you to live the life you were born to live. Not that there's, there's a worldly wisdom but then there's a heavenly wisdom. There's the kingdom wisdom. And so James in James chapter 3, verses 13 through 17 says this. James 3, 13 to 17. Listen to this. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. James says, the wisdom that comes from this world, the wisdom of this world is selfish and self-seeking. It, 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 it's boastful. It's always looking to receive. But the wisdom that comes from God is humble, is, is a meek wisdom. It doesn't, doesn't try to serve itself, but is, is, it, it serves others. It, it, it's, it's not self-seeking. It's other serving. And so we need to pray for this wisdom, this wisdom that unlocks the door. To, and it starts the systems working on our behalf for the, the hidden things to know how to live this life and, and, and live it, live the life we were born to live. We need to pray for this wisdom. Now, let me share with you about six doors, six, and there's more, 
six doors. You need to read. I, I, you know, I will go to bed. I go to bed. When I go to bed, I, I will put on my Bible. I have a Bible app. Uh, uh, you, you have it. Uh, you, you version, the U version Bible app, where you can actually listen to uh, scripture. And now, I, I, sometimes when I'm working around the house, cleaning up or whatever, I, you know, I got scripture playing throughout my house. Um, and because I want to inundate myself. I want to saturate myself with the word of God. And most of the time, the book that I go to most of the time is the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Proverbs talks about wisdom constantly, what wisdom will do. And so listen, I want to share with you six things, six doors that wisdom will open, six things, the systems that wisdom will start working on your, your, on your behalf. First one, get this, write this down, write this down. First thing, Wisdom is a defense, and with knowledge, it gives life. These two keys. Wisdom is a defense, and with the key of knowledge, they both give life. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. Ecclesiastes 7, 12. Wisdom is a defense. Write that down. And with knowledge, it gives life. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 12. For wisdom is a defense as money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Let me say it again. He says, Proverbs, uh, Solomon says, for wisdom is a defense as money is a defense. It's a defense. Wisdom will, will, will show you how to protect yourself. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Knowing how to use the key of wisdom will give you life, not just life, but life more abundantly. That's the kingdom life. That's the life you were meant to live when you have wisdom and unlocks the door to defend for as a defense for you. It starts a system of defense working on your, your behalf. So when the enemy is attacking you, God has given you the wisdom to know how to deal with it. But also it, 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 it gives you life. It it. it it extends life. It, 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 gives you, it gives you the life that you were meant to live. That's the first thing. The second door that wisdom opens. Wisdom is the door that, op that, that opens for your promotion and elevation. Get this. Wisdom is the door, is the key to the door, or, or is the key that opens the door. Let me put it that way. Wisdom is the key that opens the door to promotion and elevation. I'll say it one more time. Wisdom is the key that opens the door to promotion and elevation. I want, you, I want us to look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 18. We're going to be in here for the next three, uh, the next three, uh, 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 or this, the, this one and the next two um, uh, 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 points, if you will. Again, wisdom is the key that opens the door for promotion and elevation. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 5. 1 Samuel 18, verse 5. Listen to this. So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Watch this. Because he behaved himself wisely. Remember what James says. James in that scripture that we read, James talks about, a wisdom, uh, and he says this in verse 13, uh, James 3, 13. James says, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. 
David applies that to his life. David said God gives David wisdom and his conduct allows him to, to behave himself wisely before Saul. And because he used wisdom, he opened the door for his promotion and elevation. Saul put David above all of his army. My God, wisdom will open the door for you to be promoted and elevated. You need to get wisdom. You need, Solomon tells us, get wisdom and get understanding. You need to get wisdom. Wisdom will open the door to your promotion and your elevation. So that's number two. That's the second thing, that, the second door that I have for you that wisdom will open. Let me give you the third door. Watch this. The, 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 or, and, and system. Wisdom will cause your enemies to know, even your enemies to know that God is with you and they will fear you. Watch this. Wisdom. By operating in wisdom, by having the key of wisdom, using the key of wisdom, even your enemies will know that God is with you and they will fear you. First Samuel chapter 18 again, verses 14 and 15. Now remember, this is David dealing with Saul. Initially, Saul loved David. David beat the giant and all that kind of stuff. But, but, Dave, but Saul began to envy and be jealous of David. Now, first Samuel again, chapter 18, verses 14 and 15. Scripture says this. And David behaved because wisdom shows you how to do, when to do, and where to do. David behaved wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Why? Because he behaved himself wisely. He used the key of wisdom. Therefore, when Saul that he behaved very wisely, he was afraid of him. Saul, the king, was afraid of a shepherd boy. Why? Because that shepherd boy was using that key of wisdom. My God, wisdom will cause even those who are in high position to be afraid of you. Why? Because they see that it's God that is with you. My God, my brother and my sister, you need to get and you need to use the key of wisdom. Wisdom will show you how to behave even in the presence of your enemies, and your enemies will know that it's God with you, and your enemies will fear you. My God, I love that. Let me give you the, 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 fourth, the fourth door and system that wisdom will open for you. Watch this. Wisdom will cause your name to be great. Write that down. Wisdom will cause your name to be great. First Samuel chapter 18 again, verse 30. This last verse, verse 30. Watch this. 1 Samuel 18, 30. Then the princes of the Philistines went out to war. And so it was, whenever they went out, that David behaved more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name became highly esteemed, highly lifted up. His wisdom will cause people to know who you are and know you as a wise person. And watch this. There'll be a person who's sitting in the seat in a high position, a high, high seat of authority, a person who has money and, and riches and that kind of thing. But when a wise person sp speaks, that wise person's words are more important and are valued more than the person who's sitting in the seat of authority or that person who has more money. Wisdom will cause your name to be elevated, to be great. You need to get this key of wisdom and use it. Wisdom will show you how to behave in the presence of your enemies. And, in the presence. and even the scripture says, even the Philistines recognized 
there's something about this David. There's something about this. He may be a young boy, but there's something about because of his wisdom, even that his name was elevated in their presence. Wisdom will cause your name, cause your name to be great. The fifth, the fifth thing, fifth door that, that wisdom will open. Watch out. Watch this. Wisdom, write this down, teaches you how to fight. Now, remember, I already said it. Wisdom will cause uh, your enemies to know that God is with you and they'll fear you. Wisdom will make your name great. But wisdom will also, watch this, teach you how to fight. Because you don't fight every enemy the same way. My God, watch this. Let me give you the song first and we'll talk about it. Proverbs chapter one, uh, Proverbs, I'm sorry, Proverbs 144, verse one. Pro, I'm sorry, not Proverbs, Psalm. Psalm 144, verse one. Psalm 144, verse one. Again, Psalm 144, verse one. Listen to this. Blessed is, blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for the battle. Psalm 144, verse one. Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains or gives me wisdom, trains my hands for war, gives me wisdom to know how to go to war, and my fingers for the battle. Again, every enemy, you can't fight the same way. There, listen, there, there, there's sometimes when you don't need to fight at all. You just need to say a word. You don't need to. And by fighting, I'm not talking about fist fighting and that kind of thing. But we're, we're in a spiritual battle. And, and, and in this spiritual battle, we need to know how to fight you know you know during the civil rights movement uh, there was a reason why we got you know protests going on around the country and, and and i'm always asking a question to persons who are marching and i'm not against marching please don't hear me uh, uh, uh saying I'm, I'm against marching but i'm asking persons why are you doing what you what you're doing are you doing it just because everybody else is doing it are you out there marching because every are you out there why are you marching the civil rights movement let me give you this bit of information i didn't plan to say this but let me give you this the civil rights movement in the 60s, led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and that group, they marched the street, peaceful protests. The reason why they did that was because they wanted the world, they wanted to get, uh, they wanted to get national and international attention to the plight of the African-Americans uh, by the hands of the segregationists, segregationists and, and the um, abuses done to African-American people. They wanted the world to see it because of the news. They walked, they, they marched peacefully and allowed for the dogs to be unleashed on them, allowed for themselves to be beaten. They allowed for the, the fire hose to be turned on them. They wanted the world to see that. They wanted the world to see it because they wanted the world to see this is what's happening in America. They wanted to, it was them putting themselves out there so that the world could see, and by the world seeing it, the world will condemn America and the practices of America. That was the purpose of them marching nonviolently. Well, watch this. What worked in the South, what Martin did in the South didn't work when he went to Detroit because there's a different battle. There was a different battle there. What worked in the South with the uh, uh, nonviolent uh, marches didn't work in the North. So you had persons like a Malcolm X or Malcolm Little, his, his birth name, Malcolm X, who was talking about, we will get our freedom by any means necessary. It worked in New, in New York, but that wouldn't have worked in the South because in the South, they would have lynched Malcolm. And so again, but then you had in the, the, in the West, the Black Panther Party, 
Stokely Carmichael and them marching with guns, <laughs> marching into the state capitol with guns and that kind of thing. Now, that wouldn't have worked in the South. <laughs> the, the, the National Guard would have shot them down in the South. But again, God trains you, gives you wisdom to know how to fight in the environment that you're in because you don't fight every enemy the same way. You need to pray for wisdom because wisdom will teach you how to go to battle. And every battle is not a, 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 a fight for your life and that kind of thing. Wisdom will teach you. Again, wisdom teaches you what to say and how to say it. That's what it is, when to say it. Because you know there's sometimes it may be the right thing to say. You may know that's the knowledge. You may know what to say, but wisdom teaches you it's not the right time. Husbands and wives, you know what I'm talking about. It, it can be the right thing, but I've said it before. The right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. Wisdom that you know the right time, the right place, and the right way. And so again, wisdom trains your hands to, for war. Let me give you the last one, the last door that wisdom opens. Watch this. Wisdom adds days and years to your life. I know you want to live the life you were born to live, but wisdom adds days and years to your life. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. Proverbs 9, 10 and 11. Again, Proverbs 9, 10 and 11. Listen to this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, now this is wisdom talking. Wisdom says, by me, your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. Now, wisdom is not talking about existing, waking up in the morning and just, just being, just waking up. Wisdom is saying, you get me and you're going to add not just days will be multiplied, but days of living the life you were born to live. He says, by me, uh, your years of life will be added to. You will not just have days, but you'll have years of living more happy days than sad days, more good days than bad days, more joyful days than sorrowful days. Because you know what? You can just be here and exist, but wisdom lets you know how to live the life you were born to live. What kind of life is that? It's the kingdom life. You need to get wisdom. Wisdom opens the door to the hidden mysteries of this life and the things of the spirit. Wisdom is the key that opens that door. God bless you. God keep you, my brothers and sisters. Let me say, let me say this with to you. The wisest thing you can do, the wisest thing anybody can do, and everybody can do it, is to give their life to Christ. That's the wisest thing you can do. Because you know what? You are going to leave this life. Jesus is going to come back, and if he he's going to come back, and if he doesn't come back first, then we all are going to leave this life. We're going to lay our bodies down and, and never to rise on this side again. You need to give your life to Christ. The wisest thing you can do is make Jesus your Lord and your Savior. So we offer Christ to you. We offer Jesus to you. We offer our Savior to you. He's offering himself to you, saying, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, Take my yoke upon me, upon you, and learn, learn. That's that knowledge part. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The Lord is saying for you to give your life to Christ right now. That's the wisest thing you can do. In doing so, you'll live the life you were born to live. You'll live the kingdom life, and you'll also live a life eternal. Give your life to Christ. We want to know 
if, if you've done so also, we want to know when you do so. We want you to email us, our website, macmin.org, M-A-C-M-I-N.org. Um, text us, go on Facebook and send us a Facebook message, whatever the case may be. Uh, right, you know, come by the church. We're open from on Tuesdays, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, you can come by the church and just let us know. I've given my life to Christ. And you don't necessarily have to uh, join Macedonia as a, as a member, but we just want to celebrate. The angels in heaven rejoice when one come. We want to rejoice because you've given your life to Christ. So my brother and my sister, give your life to Christ. It's the wisest thing you could do. My God, pray God's blessings be upon you. Listen, uh, don't forget our church anniversary. Now, next Sunday, we are not going to be, uh, we're going to be out here. We're going to be outside worshiping God, 10 o'clock in the morning, and we want you to be here. It's going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to have Brother Russell Joe Brown with us, and um, we're going to just celebrate 151 years of this church's existence on this coming Sunday. And so my brother and my sister, please come and share with us. Don't forget um, uh, um, this coming Wednesday, uh, the message on this Wednesday is going to be on that, that third key understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And so don't forget Wednesday's message, but we want you to be here with us on, uh, on, on next Sunday as we celebrate together. Listen, I'm wearing my pink. I'm going to have pink on all month. Pink is for uh, Acknowledge Breast Cancer Awareness. I'm going to have something pink on every, every time you see me uh, in, in these broadcasts like this because we want to honor those who are breast cancer survivors. And, of course, um, my, my, my beloved wife who transitioned, um, having suffered with breast cancer almost most of her life, not all of her life, but most of her life. And so we want to honor those persons, and uh, we, we're going we're gonna to have our pink on. Even for church anniversary, I'm going to have something of pink on. I want you to wear your pink as well, something, so we can acknowledge um, uh, this, and we want to pray against this disease. We want to pray for our nation again. Our nation is going through tremendous turmoil right now. We want you to vote. We want you to vote. And so you know, we want you to vote by mail, absentee ba ballot, however you choose to do so. And so seniors, um, if you don't want to get out, if you're afraid to get out uh, because of COVID, and that's, that's, you know, that's we got to protect ourselves, um, do your absentee ballot, do your uh, your mail-in um, uh, mail ba uh, voting ballot and that kind of thing. Whatever we can do this to assist you, we're going to have something up on our website, on Facebook, whatever the case may be, to um, give you some directives of how you can do it if you need to do it. And uh, we're going to try to do what we can to make sure that your, that your voice is heard. Listen, it's not just presidential election that we need to vote for. we got commissioners. We have um, state senators. Very important, very important that we vote for our state senators and that kind of thing. It's very important for us to vote. I know you know it, but I'm going to keep on saying it because we need to vote. We need to make sure our voices are heard. So please, my brothers and my sisters, do that. All right, that's it for, for today. On Wednesday, I will see you. We're going to be talking about the key of understanding. God bless you. God keep you. This is my prayer. Peace.